The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also with the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you have a memory of your best Christmas? Maybe one of the uh, ways to uh, think about the best Christmas is maybe the Christmas that you were most excited for, right? The, the Christmas with the most excitement. And if you think about that, at least for most people, that's normally as you're a kid, right? Normally as you're a kid, so excited for Christmas, right? So excited uh, that you can't even sleep. Can't even the night before, you know, oh, go to bed. No, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know. And then you wake up in the morning and it's, you know, five o'clock in the morning. And of course, the kids don't want to get up at any other morning. But on Christmas morning, you know, just ready to go, get up, get up, get up. Super excited, right? Um, and we kind of wish in some ways, I don't know about you, but for myself, uh, Christmas isn't nearly as exciting as it was, um, for myself, you know, one of the things that uh, um, I remember being very excited for was the Christmas cookies. So we had a tradition in my house that although we made Christmas cookies, right, during, during uh, a few weeks before, you could not eat them until Christmas Eve. Um, and so that made it really exciting, right? Uh, really exciting because then you were finally able to eat those cookies that you've been waiting for. Well, now I eat Christmas cookies whenever I want, right? <laughs> so Christmas Eve isn't nearly as exciting, right? I, I used to, as a kid, be in need of all these toys. Now I just buy a toy if I need it, right? Um, it's not as much of a need, but there's also another aspect as well that I think is incredibly important, right? There's multiple reasons why perhaps as a kid you get more excited than others. But I think one of the really big, important things is our preparation, the way that we prepare ourselves. And so you might think, well, how is not eating cookies preparing for Christmas? Well, not eating cookies is actually preparing for Christmas because it's giving us the proper disposition and allows us to actually live out Christmas in its full way. I think about uh, the modern world and different things kind of understand this preparation or sometimes kind of the building up to a big event, right? You think of the Super Bowl or something else, right? There's a large build up 
and something that has to wait until it happens, right? And there's kind of an excitement. There's kind of a a building up of it. Well, in the Catholic uh, liturgical year, we're at the start of the new year, and we're not at Christmas yet. We're not at Christmas. This is not Christmas. The rest of the world, or a lot of the world, celebrates, you know, uh, after Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday starts Christmas, right? Christmas music and everything else. And you have Christmas parties and everything else, and you exchange gifts up until Christmas Day. And then Christmas Day, Christmas ends, right? Well, actually, that's the exact opposite of the way that actually we celebrate Christmas in order to fully participate in Christmas is that we actually kind of fast in some ways. If you notice that um, I'm wearing purple, which is the same color that we wear during Lent, and although Advent isn't the same penitential character, it is similar in the sense that if you look up here, right, we don't have any decorations, right? All we have is a simple Advent uh, wreath that we're going to bless after intercessions uh, and light. Um, but otherwise, there's, there's nothing up here. Well, why? Isn't it Christmas? Well, no, it's not Christmas. It's Advent. It's a time of preparation. Now, what kind of other ways do we prepare for Christmas or, or maybe when people are coming over for Christmas, right? One of the ways is that we prepare our house, right? We clean our house, we bake, we prepare everything so that when uh, the guest comes, they can enjoy the time, right? Well, we want to do the same thing with our heart um, for Jesus, realizing that, of course, he's always present with us. But the Christmas celebration where Jesus comes as a baby, right, that it really takes place every single year, that we participate with the whole world in this celebration of Christmas on this special day that really does have a closer connection and connection with Jesus than at other times in that specific way. And so we have to prepare our house, our heart, for Jesus. One of the ways that we do that spiritually is by going to confession, right? We've got a lot of junk in there, a lot of, a lot of stuff that just needs to be taken out and thrown in the garbage, right? And we do that by going to confession, by cleaning out our heart, by sweeping it clean and putting things in their right places, right? That's one way that we do it. But of course, there's, there's other ways as well, other ways that we prepare in kind of this way. The season of Lent, we make a specific commitment to do some sort of prayer, almsgiving, fasting, During Advent, there's not as much of uh, intention specifically in that, but there is still an intention of some sort of preparation. What kind of commitment, right? For Lent, we have 40 days. Advent, we only have four weeks. It's a little bit less, so it's a little bit more doable. And what is your commitment? What is going to make this time different than other times? If we allow it to be the same, If we allow it to be ruled by our schedule like we normally do, then Christmas will come and it will go with no excitement. It will show up and we will be tired, right? All ready for Christmas and be ready for it to be over. And that's not the attitude that we want, right? We want to have that preparation so that when Christmas comes, we can be excited. We can be excited because we've prepared our heart, we've prepared ourselves 
for that coming. And so I invite you to consider what kind of ways over the next four weeks you can not only prepare your house for your family and do the normal things that you prepare for Christmas, buying gifts and other things, but also to prepare your soul, your spirit, for the coming of Christmas. Hopefully you all have a daily prayer routine already, um, but what kind of things can you add to that? Right? The parish as a whole is doing 33 days to morning glory. Maybe you wanna, you thought about that and maybe actually jump into it, right? Uh, start that. Maybe we've, we've talked about adoration in the past and you don't quite know what it is. Well, you've got four weeks. Maybe just take it one hour of adoration the next four weeks. That's, that's four hours. It's, it's doable, right? You've got a lot of stuff going on, but there's nothing more important than preparing your spirit or your soul for Jesus Christ in this Christmas season because we spend so much time preparing for other parts of Christmas. But if we don't prepare for the reason for Christmas, right? The fact is, is that Christmas is about Jesus Christ. If we forget about Jesus in Christmas... It can be a, a good event, a good family gathering or, or other opportunities to share, but ultimately it loses its true significance. And so if we want to truly be able to say, uh, to be able to participate in the fullness of Christmas, we need to participate in the fullness of the reason for Christmas, which is Jesus Christ, and preparing ourselves for His coming. And so, what are the different ways? We can go to confession, go to adoration, do some, some sort of study, like 33 days to morning glory. We can also maybe make a commitment to pray a rosary or Divine Mercy Chapel, right? We started this Mass before Mass started. The Knights of Columbus did the Divine Mercy Chapel. That's a great prayer to do on a daily basis. Maybe it's reading five minutes of Scripture, right? How many of us don't have five minutes in our day? To read five minutes of, of Scripture, of the Nativity story. Or we can also kind of, we take so much time to prepare and to do things for our family and friends, right? So many gifts, um, preparing food. What about if we prepare food or gifts or service to those who maybe we don't get something back from, right? What about our neighbors in need? Some sort of service, whether it's St. Vincent de Paul, whether it's the giving tree, whether it's some other form of giving that is outside of our normal normalcy of every single day, helps us to prepare in a greater way for Christmas. Certainly, maybe by even doing all of those things, you might not be as excited as you were as a kid. But I can tell that, or I can tell you that you will on Christmas Day be more prepared and more receptive to the true meaning of Christmas than perhaps in the last few years. I know that's true for myself. What you put in is what you get out. And if Christmas isn't as exciting as it was, I encourage you to look at your preparation. Look at what kind of ways you can prepare in a greater way. Take this time, the silence after, after the homily. Um, take this 
silence and prayer and time during, during the Mass to be able to look over your life and ask Jesus, where are the ways that you want me to prepare for your coming this Advent?